Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God, praise God. I feel a great presence of the Lord in here this morning. And in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. What would we do if we did not have the opportunity to be in the presence of God like we do this morning? Such a wonderful, wonderful spirit. Um, to our guest, we greet you and we thank you for joining us here in worship this morning. And we pray that you feel right at home. We want you to experience something. We want you to feel something. Feel a connection with God and the people of God that'll make you want to come back again and again. Amen. We want you to feel right at home and we look forward to getting to know you a little bit after service. There won't be any pressure or anything. We just enjoy meeting new people and you went to all that trouble to get dressed and spend your gas to come to greater faith this morning and we would love the opportunity to connect with you the lord has been doing some wonderful things here i'm excited about the rest of the year what little bit we have left and i'm excited about the coming year and i do believe that it is it is going to be our greatest year and i said that i said this a couple of services ago that we say that every year and then every year it seems to be the case even in even in 2020 the lord was so very very good to us we praise god for it <clears throat> not to be not to be cliche but in the kingdom of god what seem to be setbacks are always setups and you go down to go up we're abased so that we can abound we're humbled so that we can be exalted. We are not dismayed and we are not disturbed by disappointments and challenges that we face because we know that the Lord is on our side. And we are eternally grateful for that. Just a brief announcement. Um, he may have said this. I, I don't remember. But um, Brother James Corbin from India will be with us December the 12th. Um, it's going to be a very important day, and I was talking with Brother Shelton about it yesterday, and he and I have not conversed on this particular topic, and he said, have you spent much time around Brother Corbin? I said, I've never met him. I just know that the Lord spoke to me and told me to have him come. He said, well, he is so very uh, kind, very calm, very peaceful. He's just such a kind uh, man, but he is powerful. Uh, absolutely powerful and so we are looking forward to that it's I believe it's going to be uh, a transformation moment for this church I believe it's going to transition us into things that we could not otherwise get into so that's on December the 12th and then we look forward to our New Year's Eve service um, every year we have this and that'll be that'll be at 730 and then the following just the entire year it's going to be great we have some wonderful things planned that we're looking forward to announcing to you and i believe it's going to be a 
a great, great year. One of these is that we're going to have our very first All Nations Sunday in 2022. Now, it won't be until September, um, and we'll need that time to plan for it, but it's going to be a huge, huge Sunday for us, and I believe it's going to break some things in, in a lot of different areas, and we have tons of events that are upcoming. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited to, <clears throat> to be a part of it, and I'm thankful uh, for you. Amen. I want to read a couple of verses of Scripture out of the 30th, the 30th chapter of the book of Exodus, Exodus 30 and verses 30 and 31, thou shalt anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister to me in the priest office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel saying, this shall be a holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generations. This shall be a holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generations. I want you to pray with me uh, here for a moment if you would. If you've got somebody you feel comfortable making contact with, I'd like for you to do that. If you don't feel comfortable, that's okay. But I want us to, I want us to pray together. Lord, we need you. We need you to speak to us in this place. We need you, Lord God, to move upon the hearts and the minds of people in this sanctuary today. Let the name of Jesus be received with every open heart, God. Let the hungry be fed today. Let the power of God move in this place, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a miraculous way. Let somebody's life be forever changed today. I pray that you would pour out your spirit in this place. Let somebody receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost for the first time. Let somebody, God, make a decision to go to the waters of baptism for the first time today. And I pray, Lord, that you would illuminate our spirits and our hearts and our minds. Help us to move in the Holy Ghost today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. I have, um, I have met a lot of people in my time that, that seem to put the Spirit of the Lord or, or what we call the Holy Ghost, what the Bible calls the Holy Ghost. In some text, it's referred to as the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> but it is the Spirit of God for the indwelling in human beings. The indwelling Spirit of God, it's called the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing. Now, the Spirit of God, it was the same Spirit. There was not another God in the Old Testament. There's not an Old Testament God and a New Testament God. It was the, it was the same Spirit, but it was not to a place in God's plan where the Spirit could be indwelling inside 
of human beings. And so the Lord many times used symbolism to represent his anointing and his spirit, his presence, and his purpose upon lives. One of those symbols was the oil. And it was not just any oil. He gave strict instructions to the apothecary to, to make it a certain way, that it would be a holy anointing oil. And once it was poured upon an individual, be it a priest, be it a, a king, a man of God, then there was an instruction given, touch not mine anointed, neither do my prophets no harm. Because what was just a common individual beforehand, once the anointing oil was poured upon them, became something holy, consecrated and separated unto God. They became the ambassadors of God. So when you touch them now, you're touching the anointing. And when you touch the anointing, you're touching God. And that's the way it was. That word oil in the Hebrew has a lot of different meanings. It's, it's quite extensive as a matter of fact, but it is a noun that means fat or oil. This, this word has a wide range of figurative meanings relating to richness and plenty. It relates to richness and plenty. Most simply, it is used of food relating to feast of good, rich food. It is also used frequently of oil. This is a Hebrew word that is interchangeable of different things. This can be oil used for food or cooking for oil, which was used to anoint um, holy objects or kings or priests or for oil used as an ointment to soothe and cleanse, which would lead to healing. The figurative meanings are also important. This word can be used to signify strength, such as in Isaiah 10 and 27, where growing fat meant growing strong. And it is also related to fruitfulness and fertility in land and people. The overall picture that we get from this word is that of richness and strength and fertility. So when we're talking about this particular Hebrew word, we are not limiting it. We are not relegating it to just the oil, but we are broadening that out to the attributes of the Hebrew word that is translated to our English word, Oil, And so it means richness, it means strength, it means fertility. And these are things that we receive from the Spirit of God. Now there is a, a slight derivative of this word, though the Jewish people uh, connect the two together. And it is also the Hebrew word for the number eight. Now, what we know about the number eight is that it is the number of new beginnings. And so we also can connect this to the spirit. We can connect it to the anointing 
oil, that the Spirit of God gives us a new beginning. It causes old things to pass away, and it becomes all things become new. It's important for us to realize that the Spirit of God is not out there for us to just just kind of say God exists. And, you know, I think I felt a little something of the Spirit of God. But it is, it is this richness and this fruitfulness and this strength that the Lord wants to pour, not just on us, but in us. And so because of the invisibility of the Spirit of God, there is a physical sign that God gave us to represent the indwelling Spirit of God. Now, it has baffled me through the years and perhaps because uh, I was brought up this way and many of you were as well. I cut my teeth on uh, the, the atmosphere of the Spirit of the Lord at services just like this. From a little boy, I was hearing people speak in that heavenly language. It was never anything that was foreign to me. But theologians through the years have tried to dissect the word so, so analytically. And you got to be careful when you get analytical with God. You, you have to humble yourself and say, God, I, I can't comprehend it. Your ways are higher than my ways. And I can't comprehend it with my human mind. But if you'll give me some revelation, then I will begin to understand what it is that you're really trying to say. But what I can say is that once you have experienced the indwelling spirit of the Holy Ghost for yourself and you have had that experience that Jesus described that that would be a well inside of you springing up into everlasting life. When you have felt that come out of your belly, as he said, as rivers of living water, and you hear yourself speaking in a language that you've never spoken in before, that nobody taught you, nobody instructed you of, but it came directly from heaven itself. When you experience it for yourself, nobody can tell you that it is not authentic and that it is not real, that it's not genuine, it's not fake, it's not false. Sometimes you can get too smart for God and you start telling God what isn't real and what it doesn't require and what you don't think needs to happen. But by faith, salvation is by faith. And the moment we start to doubt, we have left faith. So if the Lord says you must be born again of the water and of the spirit or you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, you have to receive that word by faith. If, if the Lord says, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out from the, uh, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, you have to receive that by faith. If the Lord says, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Or that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And he that believeth not shall be damned. You have to receive that word by faith. Every Word of God must be received by faith. So we can't push the Spirit of the Lord away. We have to embrace it and bring it close to us. There has to be something in us that says, I want more of you, God. I, I'm thankful for what the, set, the number seven represents. It represents completion and perfection and rest. 
And it is a type of the Holy Ghost as well. It, it is a symbolic uh, representation of the Holy Ghost. God rested on the seventh day. The Sabbath day of rest was pointing toward the infilling of the Holy Ghost. The prophet Isaiah said, this is the rest and this is the refreshing wherewith I will cause the weary to rest, but they would not hear. Amen. There's people today that have turned a deaf ear to the preaching of the Holy Spirit and the refreshing of God and the rest of God. It's more than just natural rest. It's more than just taking a break every seven days. It's more than just coming to church on the Lord's day. But it is something eternal that the Lord wants to put within you that will bring you the richness of his power, that will bring you the authenticity of his power and the strength of his arm and his hand working in your life. I'm thankful that I feel the Holy Ghost in this place today, but I'm thankful that I was filled with the Holy Ghost at the age of 14 many years ago. And as they say, it is for you and your children and to all those that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So we have to leave off trying to analyze what we think that God wants to do and is doing and whatever. And we have to receive, we have to receive by faith. The Holy Ghost is for you. You have to receive that by faith. It's for you and your children and their children too. It is, you have to receive that by faith. Amen. This is the rest and refreshing. You have to receive that by faith. If you believe that, say amen. amen. And so when he talked about pouring this, this oil, they were pouring the richness of God. They were pouring the fat. They were pouring the blessings of God. They were pouring the consecration of God, sanctifying them with this holy anointing oil. And he said it will be a holy anointing oil throughout your generations. In Romans chapter 15 and verse 19, the scripture said, Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto uh, uh, Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Paul was saying, I, I'm not doing this by human ingenuity, by human talent and ability. I didn't go to a speech class. In one place, he said, I come not to you with enticing words of man, man's wisdom, but I come to you in demonstration of the power and of the spirit. And he said, through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the spirit of God, I've preached to Jerusalem and throughout, throughout the region here. The, the mighty power of God will produce signs and wonders. When you get the spirit of the Lord moving, signs and wonders are going to take place. If you want something to change in your life, you've got to get the spirit of God moving. You can't just come to church and be religious. Well, I got my church out of the way for for a week and another week or so. And oh, well, that was a good, that was a good sermonette for Christianettes. And that, that was just a, a good little devotion that we had in the house of the Lord and the singing was pretty. No, if we do all of this and somebody does not leave changed by the power of the spirit, we have wasted our time. The oil of God's anointing is not something to push away. It is something to embrace. The only way we're going to get to heaven, the only way we're going to spend eternity with him is to allow his spirit to put rapture 
fuel on the inside of us. In Romans chapter 8, it said, if, if the spirit of him that dwell in Christ dwell in you, the spirit that dwelt in Christ shall also quicken your mortal body by the spirit of God that dwelleth in you. You're, you're not getting off the ground on rapture day without the spirit of God dwelling in you. You must be born again of the water and of the spirit or you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Somebody help me right now. Amen. We, we've got we've to get the experience of God to go from here to right here. It's got to get out of the mind and into the heart. We've got to quit analyzing. We've got to start embracing with the heart and say, God, I need some anointing oil to be poured upon my life. How in the world are you going to have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, and gentleness, and peace, and, and goodness, and, and faith, and meekness, and temperance? Against such there is no law without the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. It only comes by the Spirit of the Lord. It only comes by the Spirit of the Lord. The great power and the great richness of God comes from the Spirit of the Lord. But that anointing oil was not just symbolic. It was representative not just of the Spirit of the Lord, but of a new beginning. When you get the Spirit of the Lord, it's not a new beginning every eight days. But it is the seven and the eight together. It is the completion and the perfection of God together. It is the superseding power of God. It's above and beyond. The number eight is not just the new beginning. It is the exceeding number of seven. It goes beyond seven. It is beyond completion. It is beyond perfection. I wish I had somebody that believed me right now. When you get the Spirit of the Lord dwelling on the inside of you, the Bible said His mercies are new every morning. Every day, amen, today is the day of salvation. I don't have to wait until Sunday when I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I've got it on Monday. I've got it on Tuesday. I've got it on Friday. I've got it on Saturday. It is the perpetual renewing of the Spirit of God. It is a perpetual superseding anointing upon my life. Some of you need to realize that this world will wear you out. It'll wear you down. It'll frustrate you. It'll discourage you. And we heard this week that they have found uh, miraculously a new variant. And after that variant, there will be another variant. And after that one, there will be another one. They will, go, they will do whatever they can get away with. And after this vaccine, there'll be another vaccine. Because they are trying to bring the world under control. And they are trying to get into the minds of people. It is, it is information warfare. It is an attack on the mind. Amen. But I've got the Holy Ghost. And so every day when I wake up, I say this is the day that the Lord had made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I preach right now? When the doctor gives me a report that I wasn't counting on getting, it's okay because God is about to renew my body again through the power of the Holy Ghost. When it looks like finances are depleting and the bank account is draining and gas prices are going up, I rejoice anyway because I have the richness of God dwelling on the inside. Come on, I'm preaching about a perpetual new beginning. 
The Lord is a superseding God. If you believe that, would you clap your hands unto the Lord? When we talk about the faithfulness of God, we're not talking about the faithfulness of human beings. Human beings are unfaithful at times. They're unfaithful in commitments. They say one thing and they do another. They take a vow at an altar uh, to, a, you know, to a bride or a groom and somehow they, they forget that vow. That, you know where it says in sickness and in health, for richer and for poor. And, and those are just a few ways of saying no matter how bad it gets, I'm going to stick to my vow and I'm going to work on this marriage. I'm not going to look outside the marriage. People are unfaithful, but God is never unfaithful. When we talk about the faithfulness of God, we talk about the fact that God is always there in every situation. He's never going to leave us and he's never going to forsake us. There's not going to be one second of your life that you're not going to discover and understand that the Lord is faithful in everything that we do. Jesus said, the thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I'm going to give you an eight life. I'm going to give you a superseding life. I'm going to give you a life of new beginning. I want to preach to somebody this morning and tell you, regardless of how viciously that the enemy has attacked you, Regardless of the trouble that you feel in your mind and your spirit, whatever situation that you find yourself in, there is an enemy out there that is trying to wear out the saints of the Most High God and he is coming to steal from you. He's coming to kill you and he's coming to destroy everything in your life. But you stepped into the presence of the superseding God and I've come to preach to somebody that today is going to be a day of new beginning. You're going to step out of what's old and you're going to step into what's new you're going to leave behind what's destructive and God's going to give you new life and new hope and a fresh anointing come on I'm preaching to somebody right now and I'm telling you that fresh fire is in the building oh somebody go ahead and praise him right now the faithfulness of God when everybody has turned their back on you, God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. When everybody's lying on you and talking about you, the Lord said, I know the thoughts that I have for you. They're not the thoughts that everybody else has, but I have great things in store for you. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody about what the preacher said Tuesday night. There is hope. There is hope that when something is dead, that at the scent of water is somebody can just get your face up and smell the Holy Ghost moving in this place right now at the scent of water at the moving of the Spirit God is about to renew something in your life I look out across the congregation and this is what I see
Come on, get your faith up. Get your countenance up. Get your, get the spring back in your step. Get your smile back up. Hey, man, come on. It doesn't matter what happens in the world. God is on the throne, and he has all power. And when he fills you with the Holy Ghost, it's a new beginning every minute, every second. Devil, there's nothing you can do to stop us because my God is on my side. I'm preaching to, to somebody right now. You're about to move into a new anointing. You're going to feel the hot oil of God's presence poured on your life as it was the very first time that you met him. Come on. I'm preaching to somebody. It's time to rise up. It's time to pull yourself up. It's time to let the Holy Ghost move in your life. Well, hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him right now. The faithfulness of God. He's not going to let you down. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. He's faithful in everything. His mercies are new every morning. Lift your hands right now. Lift your hands right now. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody's going to get a hold of an eight anointing here this morning. It's not just a new anointing. It's not just a new day. But it's an extravagant anointing. It is a rich anointing. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, you better praise him right now. I don't care how long you've had the Holy Ghost. It's time to get renewed in the Holy Ghost. Back in the day, they said, you need to go pray through. Somebody needs to pray through in the Holy Ghost and renew the richness of God and the strength of God and the fertility of God. Fruitfulness is coming back to your life. Oh, hallelujah. That's it, come on. I can preach more, but the Holy Ghost is here right now. He's moving here right now. Ooh, hallelujah. I don't care what they said about you. I don't care who died. I don't care who left you hanging. I don't care who walked out of your life. I don't care what they said at the workplace. It doesn't matter what the doctor's report said. I don't care what your spouse said. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. A faithful God right now is about to renew you in the Holy Ghost. I'm preaching to somebody. You ought to run to this altar here this morning and say, God, renew me. Let a fresh anointing come on my life. I've got to have a breakthrough in my world. I've got to have a breakthrough in my mind. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we need your power and we need your anointing. Come on, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's the anointing. It's the Spirit of God. Why don't you lift your hands? Why don't you lift your hands and say, God, I pray you clean all the negativity out of my life. I want to get rid of all my unbelief right now. I want to get rid of everything that's causing me to trip and stumble and struggle. And I'm going to reach for a freshness in the Lord right now. I'm preaching to somebody that's on the edge of a breakthrough. Somebody's going to break through and remember what it feels like to shout again and to dance again and to rejoice again. His anointing is here right now to renew you and to destroy every yoke of bondage in your life life Woo, hallelujah come on somebody if you're not praying for yourself pray for somebody else pray with somebody else 
Renew me, Lord. Somebody tell him, renew me, Lord. Renew me, Lord. Somebody can get the Holy Ghost right now. If you've never had the Holy Ghost, you can have it right now. If you've never spoken in that heavenly language, the Bible calls it speaking in other tongues. You don't know what you're missing. It's the newness of God. It's the rest of God. The superseding power of God. It's the extravagance of His anointing. Woo! In the name of Jesus, come on, somebody. Yeah. Oh, I feel revival in here on Sunday morning. Something's about to break. Somebody's going to about to do something that might make you look a little bit silly. But it's going to break some change in your life. You need to forget about what your neighbor says and what your neighbor thinks. And say, God, I'm moving. I'm moving into the dimension of eight. I'm moving into the anointing right now. Come on. Come on, greater faith. I feel something getting ready to break in this place right now. I feel a Sunday night anointing in this sanctuary. In the name of the Lord, God's about to make you new. Come on, I don't care if you're standing or sitting. Lift both hands where you are and say, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me to overflowing, God. Let me be as David. My cup runneth over. Oh, he anointeth my head with all. That's it. That's it. Come on. That's it. Come on. In the name of Jesus. I, oh, I'm not going to live in the doldrums. I'm not going to die in my valley. I'm not going to give up when the enemy comes in like a flood because the Spirit of the Lord is going to lift up a standard against it. Let the all God flow in this place of the power of God move in this place, Lord. That's it, come on. Oh, hallelujah. Some of you are struggling. I can see it on your face. You're worn out, worn down, burn out frustrated oh hallelujah I don't care what happens in the world we've got victory in the house of God we're the church and we cannot be stopped oh Rebecca Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I feel an awakening right now in somebody's spirit. Hallelujah. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Mamma Maya Satan. 
I want you to get lost in it. Just close your eyes and say, Lord, immerse me, cover me, saturate me, Lord, with your anointing in Jesus' name. Oh, come on. Somebody tell the Lord, I can't get enough of it. Hallelujah. Your anointing is eight. Your anointing takes me beyond. Oh, hallelujah. Your anointing gives me life and life more abundantly. Ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, stay in it. I want you to stay in it. The Lord is making you new. The Lord is renewing your mind. He's renewing your emotions. He's healing your spirit. He's healing your body. Right now, there's healing in this place and restoration. Ah, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we love you, Jesus. We praise your mighty name. You are worthy. Boy, I feel the thickness of God's presence in here right now. I feel the weight of his glory. Oh, I feel the weight of his glory. Uh, hallelujah. If somebody would let him, the Lord would fill you with the Holy Ghost right now. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah.